dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host, Sean Eubanks. Thank you for joining us and welcome to Blunt Business. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks, Vice President of Business Development with Strainwise Consulting. And on our show today, we have Maureen McNamara of Cannabis Trainers. The company has been featured in Newsweek, on NPR, The Washington Post, High Times, Dope Magazine, Westward, Marijuana Business Daily, and the International Business Times. Marine and the team at Cannabis Trainers deliver highly interactive and compelling workshops with enthusiasm, humor, and professional facilitation. In addition to the Sell Smart program, they are pleased to deliver the nationally recognized Surf Save food safety training that's uh, provided to edible makers. Cannabis Trainers is also a proud member of the NCIA and a founding member of Women Grow. Committed to excellence, professionalism, and safety, Cannabis Trainers is a powerful partner to the organizations and business in the cannabis industry. Maureen is the founder and chief facilitator with Cannabis Trainers, and uh, she has combined her skills and expertise with food safety and responsible alcohol service in a comprehensive, engaging new way. Maureen worked also with the Colorado Department of Revenue Liquor Enforcement Division on the Responsible Vendor Act that was passed in 2005. She's also worked with the Colorado Marijuana Enforcement Division to, to design the Responsible Cannabis Vendor Program in 2014. Maureen, welcome to the show. Thrilled to be here, Sean, talking blunt business. Yes, it, it was great to have you. I actually saw you on a panel in Los Angeles last month. You were mediating or uh, moderating there. Did a great job. It was basically on um, you know California moving from medical to recreational. I was so thrilled to be part of that. And California is our leader, has been working with medical cannabis for over 20 years. And so as they transition from medical to medicinal cannabis to adult use cannabis, there's some changes going to be happening with compliance and regulation and ensuring that the cannabis consultants can really move not just from the medical market, but to the adult use market. So it's an exciting time. Not just in California, but everywhere. Absolutely. No, I totally agree with that. And so you are pretty much a rock star. Just kind of, I could, <laughs> I could spend about an hour on your resume, but you, you were recently nominated for the vice chair for NCIA, the uh, Regulatory Compliance Committee. Um, you were featured in the book, Breaking the Grass Ceiling, which we'll get to in the second segment. Um, but t- tell us, Maureen, so, so you've had all this success so quickly. Um, it may not feel quickly to you as a business owner, uh, but, but it, it has been a fast move into the industry. Uh, tell me, what brought you to the industry and what got you interested in cannabis? Yeah, I, I love being a contract industry. And although me and my team were not directly plant we support those who are. And my very first encounter in training people in the cannabis industry started in late 2013 with a food safety class. As I was teaching that class, I was asking everyone where they worked, and it was restaurant one, restaurant two, hotel, etc. Except one woman was a little less vocal about where she worked, and she finally whispered to me that she was working with pot brownies. And it, w- it delighted me that an edible manufacturer was committed to their professional development. And so that is what launched us to create 
food safety, customized training, and how to sell cannabis responsibly. For, gosh, over 20 years, I've been committed to inspiring people. Even though it's fun to bend the rules in this industry, we can't. We have to play by the rules and be compliant, because if we don't, the repercussions are extraordinary. And so that's how we started. And since then, we've launched in Illinois, Nevada, California. We're going to be dabbling in um, online learning. Turns out the internet's going not going anywhere. So we'll, we'll be taking some, some growth ahead of us for sure. So I don't want to get into secret sauce, but do you think this internet thing is here to stay? Is that what you're I, you saying? Know, People tell me that, Sean. I don't know. I mean, I think that whole technology thing could stay with us and maybe even evolve. Yeah, I saw a uh, probably a 70, 75-year-old man on the plane uh, back from Boston last week watching a movie on his phone. And I just thought how far we've come and technology and all the adopters. So, yeah, you're totally correct there. But I, I do, to your, to, your pro- to your broader point, though, I mean – I am very grateful to have grown up in the cannabis industry here in Colorado because of how compliance intensive it is. When we work with clients and we talk to people, they, they don't understand the seriousness of compliance. You're either in business and compliant or you're shut down. And I think a lot of that, and I want to give credit to the Marijuana Enforcement Division here, Department of Revenue, and, and their flexibility and the success of the Colorado market. But I think you're a tremendous ambassador to go to other states and to teach people this business because of your heavy, heavy compliance background, which is going to be absolutely necessary for everybody across the country going forward. One of my favorite clients has said, we're not actually in the cannabis business, we're in the compliance business. And when we nail compliance, we have the opportunity to provide safe access to this medicine. And I think that really speaks volumes. Of course, quality, excellent cannabis product is imperative, but if we're not doing it compliantly, we're not doing it. It, it, because we're still playing federally illegal, the, the rules and the regulations aren't optional. And creating house policies that may even be stricter than what state or local regulators require is really important. Absolutely. So being a, a founding member of Women Grow, how has that been? How have you seen that organization grow? And what would you like to see happen with it next? Yeah, I'm thrilled to have been part of Women Grow in the very beginning, and it came with a real desire to be an invitation for women to get in this industry. And I think that has created extraordinary strides where more women are in leadership roles than other industries. There's definitely been hiccups and bumps, especially recently with restructuring and women grow. And I I have hope for that organization to flourish. And ultimately, I'm still all about having professional responsible people, men or women, bring their talents and expertise to this industry. And what's wonderful, Sean, is that even though we talk about the cannabis business industry being new, it's been 
rolled out in California for decades. It's been medically in many states. And we're really at a new precipice with adult use cannabis. And it's not often that we have a new emerging industry for people to come bring their talents. And we have an opportunity and I think obligation to do that with a focus on diversity. So bringing in women, bringing in people of color that have been unfairly taking the brunt of the war on drugs is imperative to really have a well-rounded industry. Are you proud of the industry as a whole? There are a lot of women leaders out there in the industry that, that make this remark, and they talk about other industries that they've come from that average around 22% as far as female executives go. And we're, you know, in the, in the cannabis industry, by some accounts, are 50% even higher in certain specific segments like testing. Are, are you, Maureen, proud of the progress, or would you like to see more? Where are you at as far as your views on the industry as a whole, as far as diversity? I'm believing that we've done well and we have to be extraordinary. And there is a ton of space and room to be more inclusive in the future. One of the experiences we're involved in is with a group in called Hood Incubator, and they are inviting especially people of color that have been, again, unfortunately really targeted in this war on drugs and bringing them into the legal business. So we'll be donating training. We'll be out there in December donating training service to their graduates and to their current participants to give them a, a leg up, have these trainings and certifications to move with greater awareness into the legal industry. I think we've got certainly room to grow. Um, we're also a member of the Minority Cannabis Business Association, and so really supporting them and their members on getting in here, bringing your talents into this industry. And you cut out a little bit. So what was the name of that incubator? Hood Incubator. Hood. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, very good. We see that quite a bit. Diversity is a part of everything that we're doing. Obviously, we're a female-owned um, enterprise here, publicly traded marijuana company. Um, and it's interesting you had that you told that story. Um, every time there's someone who's being modest about being in cannabis, and, and I'm always so curious of what brings you here, why are you here, what is it purpose driven, you know, what what draws you to the industry. But when I hear someone has a shy story, I think of our CEO Aaron Phillips and the idea that she was in a commercial real estate deal essentially that led quickly to her being a cannabis owner. Um, she, that wasn't her plan. That wasn't the idea. Um, it was something where she she actually purchased that grow for a flip, uh, flip, uh, fix and flip kind of situation. But number one to her was how am I going to explain that I'm in the cannabis business? And and I I, I think it's wonderful. So I, I do smile when I when I hear someone you know coming up because because though that's changing as well. The face of cannabis has changed. The cannabis consumer is changing drastically. Um, as we as we as we noted in in California and in, in the demographics there, so I don't think that there's a um, a person on this in this country at least that won't be touched by cannabis on some level at the very least using a daily amount of CBD. And so um, I'm very proud of made. I'm always interested in talking to other business owners and leaders about um, what their take is on diversity. So I appreciate you sharing that. Now let's talk about cannabis trainers. You have this incredible company and you go out and you help people stay in business. And you and I know there's nothing really more valuable than that. So you have um, two 
products that are trademarked and, and on CannabisTrainers.com, you've got ServeSafe, which is your food safety certification. And, um, and then you've got SellSmart, which is basically a responsible vendor program, which is you know, Colorado's first state-approved program there. Um, is, is that sort of the direction that you're going to go where you want people to call you and have you travel to them and train them on a short-term level? Or are you more positioning for them to purchase one of these programs in the beginning, get up to speed, you consult sort of uh, remotely, and then they go online? What, what do you want your potential clients to do? Well, we always want to provide training that meets the client where they are. Those are our, my signature program is Sell Smart. The Serve Safe course has been in play in this country world for over 30 years. It's been developed. It's a registered trademark program of the uh, National Restaurant Association. So that's not my program. It's a program I've been facilitating for over 20 years. Now, what we do is we take that amplification, globally recognized program, and we customize it. The conversation is customized to the needs of edible manufacturers. So that's something we've been offering from the beginning. And our signature program is Sell Smart. And that's really to ensure that for all the hard work everyone out there has done to provide safe access to patients and more and more adults, to make sure your store doesn't get shut down, you don't get fined. The regulators in the community love that you're selling compliantly. So that class is a program that we created and launched. We've worked with regulators. And right now, it is live instructor-led. We're running it old school here, Sean. It's like it's the 80s. Come on to a class. We have brought in technology because I helped write the rules where people can join us via webinar. Moving forward, we've got trainers around the country. We've got a trainer in California. We've got a trainer on the East Coast. We've got a few locally. We've got people that are willing to travel. So that class is something we customize to each state's rules. So it's really relevant. We just launched that in Nevada, and we've got a call this afternoon. The police department in one of the cities in Nevada wants to license the program. So we're looking at ways to make sure this message gets spread not just here in America, but a licensing agreement is under review right now up in Canada. We'll also be putting that online for those people that like the technology. <laughs> so our yep. in-person live facilitator-led classes will be around the country. And we'll also have an online option revealed in 2018 for everybody. But we, we really want that reach to be out there so people can access this and refresh themselves Many local jurisdictions will require that this training is refreshed annually or every two years because rules change. Things are different. We certainly know that. Absolutely. Well, we need to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be rejoined by Maureen, Maureen McNamara of Cannabis Trainers. During the break, please check out their website, CannabisTrainers.com. We'll be right back. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world 
and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. The 2017 Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo makes its way back to Phoenix, October 13th and 14th. Check out hundreds of vendors showcasing their businesses and the new advances being made in medical and legal cannabis markets. Plus, catch keynote presentations from former Mexican President Vicente Fox, award-winning writer Bruce Barcott, and the Martha Stewart of Marijuana, Cheryl Schumann. The 2017 Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo, Phoenix. SWCCExpo.com slash Phoenix 2017. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. All right. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Sean Eubanks, Vice President of Business Development with Strainwise Consulting, and we have been talking to Maureen McNamara of Cannabis Trainers. Maureen, welcome back. Pleasure to be here with you. So you were featured in Breaking the Grass Ceiling, the book. Uh, You can find that on Facebook, Breaking the Glass Ceiling. Um, What was that like? Oh, it was such a thrill to be involved with Ashley and Lauren, who are the biographical authors and featured with many women. It's wonderful to, I'm hoping that these stories will be an inspiration for other men or women to just bring their talents into this industry. I think when people look at who is in the industry, they may not be ready to jump in, but everybody in there, all, I believe there's 21 women featured in that book, have a story and an invention. Can't stress it enough. If any of your listeners, Sean, are thinking about getting in the industry or starting another business in the industry, I so encourage it. It's been wonderful to be part of Breaking the Grass Ceiling which is, I think, another thing as anyone, but especially women, is to live limitlessly, to really think about what's possible and then blow that out of the water. In this time and age and creating this industry in the way that we are, we don't have to play by the old rules. We have to play by rules, but we can create them. Well, and I think much can be learned from this and, and watching women grow and, and reading the stories and breaking the grass ceiling and, and understand the, the collaboration and the team effort. I think men don't have something specifically like that. I think it's sort of our nature to go out and compete or to maybe possibly isolate ourselves or, or you know to see people as not so much teammates but more as, as, as competitors. And I see the opposite. I see a lot of support in women grow. I see a lot of of, of, of girl power out there, and I see a lot of, of, of nods and, and just kind words and sort of inspiration. And I think that that can't be 
understated. When you've got an entrepreneur, they're starting a business, maybe their first one or second one, or they've, they've failed a bunch, right? You've had that failure that's fresh, and this, this new industry they're in that, they don't know how it's going to go, and they get an encouraging word from someone like you, or they, they attend a Woman Grow uh, workshop, and, and they come away from that feeling energized and excited. It's sort of like multi-level marketing without the BS, right? It's real. <laughs> it, it's actually like you, 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 know, you have a product, and you can do it. So I absolutely applaud you for that. So Maureen, how, how important is collaboration, do you think, in this industry? Collaborative endeavors are imperative to move this industry forward powerfully. We are so interconnected that I like to think of cooperation rather than competition. And we have found that collaborative endeavors, even with other facilitators, instructors, people focused on training, really helps us lift the industry up. And when we think about the plant in general, it really is about bringing people together. And I think we can do that in our businesses as well. I think the playing field is spacious enough where we don't have to sharp elbow anyone out of the way, but we can move forward with greater ease. I just had a vision. I, I used to play basketball and it was, you know, there was the teamwork, but you were pretty much in opposition to that other team and you could throw an elbow and get in there. And I'd rather see us all moving in the same direction. That's where I think the real power is in our future with this industry. Maureen, someone who's listening to the show and wondering how do they become like you? How do they become so successful? I mean, your background, I mean, you've got Dale Carnegie training. You've been a, a dynamic teacher. You've got a tremendous amount of experience in the restaurant industry, which is directly applicable um, to what's coming in the cannabis industry. You've been a speaker, facilitator. Of, of all the things in your background personally, what is the most significant? And, and for someone listening right now, where would you recommend they get their training from and get started? Yeah. Well, first, definitely don't ever be like me. Be like your fabulous, wonderful, unique self. So for anyone that's listening to Sean and Blunt Business and this conversation, my first bit of advice, and this was actually given to me decades ago, start doing your work. If you are interested in being in this industry, declare it and begin to work toward that. It doesn't mean maybe you quit your job right now, but you build a side endeavor. And once that side endeavor begins to grow and grow more, and you go part-time on your other gig until the balance tilts, then you jump in full-time, start doing your work. One of the biggest pieces I would also invite you to do, and it's what Sean was talking about, this collaborative endeavor, begin to go to networking events, begin to go to local activists meetings, get in the business, even if you don't yet have a business, but immerse yourself in with people that already do and begin to explore. In that way, the doors will begin to open and you'll find or create a space for yourself in this industry. I think that's great advice. And I would also add that to stay humble. I, I know there are 
there are distinct levels in this business, but if you have an interest in the cannabis industry, go work in a grow. It's not your last job. It could be your first. Go work in a dispensary after that. Understand the, you know, learn as much as you can about this to, to learn about yourself and what you love, and then find out if you, if, you know, being in, being around the plant is what you want to do, or an ancillary business like you have, Marine, where you're not touching the plant is what they want to do. Um, but I, I would invite them to dive in and, and not be afraid to to start out at the bottom and, and truly find out if, it, if it's right for them. Um, you know, in, in Colorado, there's, there's so, so many jobs created from the cannabis industry. It kind of offsets what, what was, gonna, was going to be a recession based on oil prices and other, other challenges that we had here. But the result is the opposite. You still have the real estate boom and you still have a tremendous amount of opportunities, 400 or more dispensaries here. So a lot of opportunities, I think, in the industry. So I, I think that's great advice. Um, so as far as cannabis trainers, you're growing quickly. How how big of a company are you now? We well, we don't measure our growth in headcount. We measure our growth in reach and touch and expanse. We most of our people that work with us are contract. So we outsource classes to them and they have other positions. So right now I believe we have a team of about six or seven. But as far as our reach, we're really expanding. We are facilitating classes. We've trained over, I think we're close to 2,000 people at this point. We'll be bringing on more styles and types and topics of courses in 2018 focused on compliance. So we've got our eyes on the horizon for growth so that we can make sure we're touching and inspiring people to sell safely and compliantly. So we've grown quite a bit in the last few years as far as our reach as well. And so you, you're in Nevada now. Um, how, what is the biggest challenge that you have in Nevada? Is the distribution model there bothering you or does it affect you at all? Or do you have any compliance customers on the, in the distribution side? Or you know, how, how are things in Nevada in general for you? Well, we'll be providing two classes there. Our first, what we launched just recently was the Sell Smart Nevada, and that's really for their specific rules. And they've got some new rules out that haven't yet been written into stone. And so they'll be transitioning and changing. We know that adult use started on July 1st out there. With the distribution model, that's not really impacting our compliance classes because our compliance classes are focused on the selling. So we're really looking at those cannabis consultants, those patient care specialists, and training them on how they interact with patients and adults. And we'll see if... Nevada is going to require or mandate this training. Um, for now, that's not part of the program. Nevada as a state is really good at what they say, regulating sins, <laughs> regulating the playground. <laughs> right. And this will fall into that category as well. So we'll Absolutely. ultimately have a, a Nevada instructor out there. We've got our eyes on somebody right now. But until then, my team of seasoned instructors will be moving out to, not moving into, but flying out to Nevada to facilitate programs. Like I mentioned, we've got a local police force that's interested. And so who knows? That could be our very first endeavor of a police officer instructing our program. Stay tuned. 
I love it. I love it. Bring them over to the dark side. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> we we have a client in Pennsylvania who is an ex DEA agent, and it was funny. He was he was touring our grow, one of our cultivation centers here in Denver, and he said, "Sean, the last time I was in a, a facility like this, I had guns drawn and dogs out." And I was like, "Well, we, we don't need to do any of that today. It's going to be a real <laughs> relaxing tour." Uh, I'm gonna, but anyway, it was really funny. He's like, "I'm sweating. I'm sweating." I was like, "Oh, it's so good to have you on board. It's so good." Yeah. Um, and obviously, he's a believer in. in and has a personal story that, that's cannabis related, which is which is really my hope. And, and the thing I'm most excited about is it doesn't matter really where you stand as, as hardline as you want to be. Cannabis will be part of it will help someone in your family before you know it and you'll see the light. So anyway, let's let's take a quick break, Maureen. It's been it's been great so far. We will take a break. Let uh, pay the bills with our sponsors. You've been listening to Blunt Business on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks, and we've been sitting with Maureen McNamara. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. Cannabis concentrates have been around for hundreds of centuries. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Blunt Business on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks, Vice President of Business Development with Strainwise Consulting, and we have been talking to Maureen McNamara of Cannabis Trainers. Welcome back, Maureen. Well, hello. Okay, so we ended the last segment talking about uh, collaboration and things like that. If there is a consultant out there listening and they want to partner with you in some way to help um, either bring you in as a white label to help with compliance and, and their client load. I mean, what is what is one way that you want a consultant who might be thinking about incorporating services? How do you want them to think about it and how do you want them to approach you? Well, I absolutely welcome that. If this consultant you speak of is committed to excellence, professionalism, integrity, and compliance, 
or they're working with a client that has those as main foundational values, then there's absolutely a collaborative endeavor in our future. Oftentimes that my clients may have consultants or trainers in-house that can take care of some of the basic training needs that our clients have, but really digging into the details of compliance is something that we bring to the table. Moving forward, in addition to our Sell Smart program, we'll be creating a Cultivate Smart, a Infuse Smart, Extract Smart, really focusing on the compliance rules in each of those facets of going from seed to sale. We've worked with other states that are applying for new licenses to help build up and beef up their training program and making it in such a way that regulators will love them. Because ultimately, as you mentioned, Sean, a, a consultant wanting to be in this business or being in this business and looking for a greater reach, we want regulators and inspectors, maybe even DEA, to walk through one of our compliant clients And for that client to sit back and be like, sure, come on in. We're happy to take you on a tour because we know we are nailing this. Not only is our product fabulous, but our compliance is impeccable. You know, when we're writing applications for people, and this is what we do because we're getting you in the business. One of the things I notice, Maureen, is they're not... Either they're overlooking it, they're excited about the opportunity, but compliance really isn't on their radar until we write the application for them and show the state regulators how they're going to operate. Then there's this – you can almost see this compliance light bulb come on with, oh, my gosh, I need a ton of help. So we experience that when we're writing applications for people. Do you have people tell you if maybe you're prospecting and doing business development stuff, do they they reject you and say, no, Maureen, we've got this under control? And do you think that's maybe because they really don't know how big of a monster this compliance thing is yet? Thankfully, I have been working with people that get that compliance is a foundational item. Honestly, we know that compliance isn't sexy. Doing it is, right? Like (laughs) compliance itself is like dry cracker. And that's why when we lead classes, we know bud tenders, cannabis consultants, managers, owners, like, oh, a five-hour compliance class, I might rather schedule a root canal. We do our very best to make it super engaging and inspiring. So thankfully, the clients and the applicants that we've been crossing paths with get that if they do not nail the compliance, they will not stay in business. And as you know, Sean, it takes a fair amount of money and resources to launch a plant touching business these days. And I don't think anyone wants to risk that for a mistake. 
Absolutely. I totally agree with that. You know, one of the biggest challenges, I know everybody's excited about California, but one of the biggest challenges that we see, and we have clients from top to bottom in the state, we're, we're pushing our own interests as well. It's just too big of an opportunity um, to wait on. But one of the things that we have challenges with when people invite us in to go, you know, revamp their marketing, give them another brand, uh, another brand redo some things or help them sell. Um, one of the things we notice is they're, they're just not compliance heavy and they've kind of existed in this gray area for for a while. So I wish, Marine, people like you and, and companies like yourself would help flip that switch to compliance only in California. So just not just California in general, though, but give me an idea of, of why should dispensaries choose to do the voluntary, sell smart, responsible vendor training with you? Um, what's in it for them? When people choose to do a responsible vendor training, it's a training focused on inspiring that front line seller. Sean, we were talking about kind of starting at the bottom. I had a participant in a class just two weeks ago and I kind of stared, glared at him. He's like, I'm not willing to start at such a low level as bud tending. And I was like, what? Because to me, that's a the selling of cannabis, that position, that patient care specialist is a foundational frontline position that is interacting directly with the patient or an adult. And if nailing it, we may not move forward. If our frontline sellers aren't committed to excellence and compliance, the prohibitionists, the regulators are going to rain down on us. Now, I do think we've moved the needle in such a way that we won't go back to full prohibition. But when I think, when I speak to my clients and our participants are usually the frontline sellers, I really ask them to step up. The spotlight is on us. And if we are not nailing compliance, we won't get to sell cannabis. And as you mentioned, especially in California, it's been gray market and there are some really strong, committed to excellence players out there. And fitting into these new rules and regulations will be essential and growing pains and a struggle. But what we think we bring to the table is taking three, four hundred pages of rules and translating them into accessible English and inspiring people to get on the compliance game. Absolutely. So what you do is necessary because you're you're taking a retail employee and you need to have them buy in. You need to enroll them into the system and handing them a book of 800 pages of standard operating procedures doesn't necessarily get it done. Obviously, handing them the copy of the regs doesn't work. And so it's this incorporated piece where you bridge that gap. You're sort of like an API between the state software and the point of sale software. You've got you've to go in there and and educate them and get them to buy in on why you do what you do. Because if you're a bud tender and you don't understand, you might think, oh, gosh, this is this is basically harassment. Whereas the owner, all they think about all day long is compliance. Yeah, absolutely. There are a few other industries where a frontline employee who makes a mistake could take 
down the business. If somebody does not check an ID properly, and in the world of adult use cannabis, if we permit a 19-year-old on our premise that's not a patient, we could be in big trouble. There could be license suspension, license revocation, if it's a dramatic or a second or third offense. And it's imperative that those frontline workers, everybody involved directly with the plant, is playing by the rules. And so where do you see the future of training in this industry? Um, I'll tell you this much. We have a product called Consume Intelligently. It's a nonprofit side of things. And we believe that Consume Intelligently, that platform has spread across Colorado. It's in other states. Other um, uh, states will ask us to sort of incorporate that. We find that as a Consume Intelligently for the consumer. That's a wonderful platform to educate them. And we see as a future dispensaries reaching out to us to be certified on that. I also believe, Maureen, people will want to be cannabis training certified on your end too. Is that kind of how you see the future where everybody is is no longer – you're not necessarily a novelty anymore, but you're just a standard in every single dispensary? Well, as I look in the crystal ball of the future, I totally agree with you, Sean, that we need – there's so many training needs in there. And whether it's required or voluntary, I actually am on the voluntary side of training. So uh, that responsible, committed to excellence players will choose the training. And I do see that moving forward that we really focus on the depth and professionalism of the wisdom for our frontline sellers or our cultivators. And like you mentioned, which is great, can't wait to check it out, educating the consumers. We have such an opportunity for cannabis as wellness with people that have not experienced it or have not experienced it since the 80s or what have, for instance, my mother is healing lung cancer and she's never consumed cannabis. And despite my best efforts, she's not yet willing to allow cannabis to allow cannabis to be a contribution to her healing reg because of old programming. So the more education out there for both the users, the indulgers of cannabis and the sellers, I think that creates a really great connection. Wow, that must be gut-wrenching right now for someone so close to you uh, to not be open to it because we the, the benefits of cannabis, undeniable in her situation for, for appetite-inducing, uh, simply uh, peace of mind and, and relaxation. Um, and then there's the further possible benefits depending on dosage and things like that as far as preventing the spread of cancer cells. That's pretty well documented, and people are talking about that all the time who are, who are MDs. must be a, a – a tough thing for you to go through right now where you're on the outside looking in um, almost like, um, you know, you see a kid fall and stumble and, you know, they've got to get up and, and kind of keep walking, but you're, you're, you're just rooting from them for them from a distance. It is. And what's challenging is that her primary doctor has no insight or information about how cannabis could be a benefit. So I'll get answers like I asked my doctor, he said, no, there's no evidence. And I was like, what? It's so not accurate. And I do my best to feed her information that shows exactly what you just said. And I'll continue to work with and inspire and we'll see what's possible. 
Well, listen, it's been tremendous having you on the show. I'm so glad you took the time today. I, I want to give our listeners a chance to get in contact with you, Maureen. How do we do that? Oh, come on over to Cannabis Trainers. Dot com. We'd love to hear from you. You can pop us a note via the website. And if you don't see training there that's going to be a contribution to you or your team, we always love to customize products as well. So we look forward to connecting. We're at many of the um, big trade shows and business conventions. So come on up and say hello live in person. We'll high five or hug. Yeah, absolutely. For those of you who haven't heard Maureen speak, she's an outstanding public speaker, wonderfully entertaining, funny, jovial uh, moderator as well. So if you get a chance at Vegas or or other shows upcoming, definitely stop by and visit with her. And I want to thank you all for joining us on this edition of Blunt Business. You can download episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com, BluntBusinessRadio.com, or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and now on iHeartRadio. Have an outstanding rest of your week, everyone. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.